it's so rewarding to see that they're flying, that they're able to achieve. And this is just the next step to keep these people independent, that they'll be able to have choices. From Money Fit by DRS, it's the Money Fit Podcast, the show about financial education opportunities all around us and practical financial tips right in front of us. I'm Todd Christensen, and on today's show, Idaho State Treasurer Julie Ellsworth provides information about ABLE accounts that help people with disabilities to address and even thrive in the face of related financial challenges. Please spend the next 15 minutes with us, won't you? Julie Ellsworth was elected as Idaho State Treasurer back in 2018. The Treasurer has a long history of public service, which includes 12 years as a representative in the state legislature. As State Treasurer, Julie operates as the Chief Financial Officer and Banker of the state. Previous to her public service, she functioned as a civil mediator, facilitator, and business consultant, and was a foundation grant evaluator and judge, as well as a teacher in the Idaho Public Schools. It is my pleasure, Treasurer Ellsworth, to welcome you back to The Money Fit Show. Well, thank you, Todd. This is a comfortable show to dialogue on. <laughs> well, I appreciate you saying that, having been on it once before. I'm looking forward to our conversation today about ABLE accounts. But before okay. we get into that, let me ask you, uh, you know, having been a guest here before, that we do have a question to get us started, if you're ready. I am ready. All right. What is one of your favorite aspects of being the state treasurer? I mean, there's only 50 of you, or, well, I guess 51. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a couple of states that don't have treasures oh, and okay. that's it. Well, yeah. there are, it's, it's, uh, there's not very many of you. So we'd love to know what's your favorite part about being the state treasurer. Hey, a lot of people don't know that the state treasurer is basically the accounts receivable of the mm -hmm. state. And mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm banking all the money in a uniform manner, but, but I also work to get the bond rating for the state, which becomes so important for everything in government, anything, any entity that has the ability to tax, mm -hmm. meaning property tax or any levy that you pass in this state, the treasurer's office has the ability to refinance that. And let me tell you how it works. You have these small units of government that have mm -hmm. some outstanding bond. And they if they choose to refinance it, I gather up about you know a dozen or so, bundle them together make one big bond and mm -hmm. can sell it for a good rate on Wall Street. And it's our Idaho Bond Bank Authority. And I love doing that. Mm -hmm. When I see when I see that type of thing going on in the state treasurer's office, I see local property taxpayers benefiting. Uh -huh. And I find it very rewarding. And it is quite, it's very complicated because you have lots of legal requirements for every issuance of a bond. But I enjoy Idaho Bond Bank Authority. So that lower bond rate, how does that, what does that translate for the local um, authority that is collecting that? To... It, it depends on what they, they have outstanding, but we had a small community just last December. It, it meant $1.2 million in savings. Mm -hmm. Oh, you in know, savings. I'm, I'm look, yes, I'm looking at the refinance saving. I'm looking at, wow, you know, that was an 80% savings. To me, that I'm looking at their local property taxpayers saying I helped you with an 18% savings. And that's what nice. government should be about. Nice. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And uh, it may not sound like um, uh, uh, 
monopoly to a lot of people, but it, it sounds like it's, it could be fun and, and enjoyable, certainly to, to help, help the public like that. I have found, Todd, that it is not a Christmas time discussion that interests <laughs> my children, but I do think that it's very important to, to individuals make, make everywhere. It, it would make a good nighttime, bedtime story, huh? <laughs> not I, really. not uh, well. Then you would you'd be able to identify the uh, future accountants in your and public yeah. servants in your home, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a great idea, though. Uh, okay, uh, Treasurer Ellsworth, I I heard uh, I want to talk about the, uh, as we talk about the able accounts. Uh, a few years ago, and I've been teaching personal finance classes in the community since two thousand and four, and I've heard over that time um, of this real conundrum. I just have to use that word in one of my. That's a big podcast, right? Yeah. Uh, that many uh, who are dealing with Social Security disability face that they might lose their monthly income benefits or they'll be affected anyway if they begin to build assets worth more than $2,000. Uh, and then something uh, something along those lines anyway. But how there's there's these new, uh, this, this uh, idea of an ABLE account uh, nice. that might help with this concern. Is there a way you could explain what an ABLE yes. account is or how that might help? Yeah, first of all, I want to tell you what ABLE means when you yes. hear that. Because it's, it's an acronym, right? Right. It is a passage of the Stephen Beck Jr. Achieving a Better Life Experience. So this act passed in 2014. So Achieving a Better Life Experience. Nice. And if you think of ABLE, you know, the double entendre and making you ABLE, but it, it is a, a better life experience. And we want to provide the opportunity to save money beyond the typical resources like you identified. You know, they're always concerned that if I have over more than $2,000, then I'll be penalized. Several thousand Idahoans with disabilities and their families depend on those health care, food, utility, and housing assistance benefits. And so mm -hmm. ABLE accounts allow these eligible people in our state to save money to purchase qualified disability goods and without losing their assistance. So, and, and most states can get you access to an ABLE program. Idaho does not necessarily have its own run ABLE account, but mm -hmm. we, we have our independent living council actually has the links to help individuals access those accounts that will sell to people outside of their state. So I'm saying to anybody in the nation, if you look into Payable accounts. There are some states that are running programs that will allow you to purchase their account as well. And we help facilitate individuals in Idaho instead of having a, a program because we didn't necessarily have the numbers to justify creating mm -hmm. our own program. But this is what happened in Idaho in 2017. We allowed eligible people with disabilities to save up to $100,000 a year without losing any local, state, or federal benefits. Hmm. So that's $100,000. And was that they on, the don't, state, on the legislature level? The leg, our legislature did enact that. Nice. I do okay. not believe that every state, it, you know, states may vary, but mm -hmm. I believe that there has been federal facilitating legislation on that as well. I believe that the the ABLE accounts apply up to the age of 27, and there has been some movement in increasing the, the age limit on that because many adults with disabilities, you know, live much longer than 27. And mm -hmm. there, and we do know that on the national level, there is debate on extending the age. Savings in an ABLE account does not count when you're determining 
eligibility for any of the assistance programs in our in our state. But what an opportunity, $100,000 mm-hmm. without penalizing your your different eligibility programs. Yeah. So that that age limit, that's um is that that's not saying that uh, if somebody's disabled and they're 50 years old that they can't access it. It's the the disability has to have, is it the disability has to have occurred or been identified before 27? Yes, okay. I believe that's okay. that's the case. But you know, I have um I have personal experiences with with the able um situation and mm-hmm. and different people in my life that were not aware at all that this 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 able opportunity existed and and you know it is just amazing because you mm-hmm. wonder how do i address this need that is real and you know congress did enact them our state has facilitated it with facilitating legislation we have a state independent living council i that that will help you with any details that allow you to take advantage of this mm-hmm. so it it is just it's a beautiful I, I love how it's named. Mm-hmm. I think that it matches what it really does. I think that um, many parents have sat and wondered as they work. I've I've been in the schools where I work with children with challenges, and it's so rewarding to see that they're flying, that they're that they're able to achieve. Mm-hmm. And and this is just the next step to keep these people independent and that they'll be able to have choices, you know, without feeling like they'll lose things that they rely on for healthcare, food and utilities and housing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a good combination to help, to help people rise above a lot of their challenges. Now I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to formulate this question, but in Idaho, uh, uh, very independent focused on, on individual independence, Mm -hmm. so forth. And there, I would imagine that there might be some who would say, well, look, if these people are on state or government assistance and they're able to save more than 2000, then are we giving them too much? But that's, that's not the right way to look at it. Uh, I mean, because I imagine there's, there's an additional cost to the government anyway. Let me ask you, um, what can $2,000 in one year provide Right. When you have all these other needs yeah. that that exist, you know, I I believe that that the legislature in Idaho got it right in 2017 allowed us to to take advantage of these able accounts, um, mm-hmm. and I believe that there's a benefit to the state overall by not essentially making a person completely dependent on the state, but allow them to to rise above these mm-hmm. challenges that they have. With a little help from the state and a little oh. help from from what they can do, and that that amount is uh, that that's a, a the asset value that they can build. That's not money. That up to hundred thousand dollars. That's still money that they would earn themselves or generate themselves. That asset. That's not a government provided. I think some people might hear able that's to giving correct. up to hundred thousand dollars. That's not what we're talking about. No, this is individuals can donate to your care. Mm-hmm. You know. So that so the, the it's allowing the individual to actually the freedom to become well or allowing them to become free of the need to to subsist at just the two thousand dollars. Absolutely. A month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can you can and it it allows 
I could donate to a family member's able account. Mm-hmm. No, if I it, it it takes it gives you the ability to let people in your extended family and and other places have a meaningful way to assist you. Mm-hmm. And those and that doesn't matter if it's uh, in in a state that you're not living in. If they have an able account, you can donate to them generally. That's my understanding. Are there any kind of minimum opening requirements uh, that somebody who wants to open up an able account? Is I, that, do, I would imagine. I'm that. not aware of any minimums. It's they function. They're considered a 529A. Mm-hmm. So they're a, a subdivision. You know, another paragraph okay. in the code under the 529s scenario. And mm-hmm. so they they really do function like a 529. And if you realize, you know, 529s, you know, grandparents can set up a 529 for a, a child. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you it, it is ability to have money that can be invested and earn you some earnings and and benefit you in the meantime. There, are, there aren't necessarily any state tax benefits to contributing to an ABLE account, or are there? That is correct. In Idaho, we do not have a tax benefit to, okay. to contribute. There may be in other states. In Idaho, there is not. Are, are all ABLE accounts typically run through the state treasurer's office? And, and again, in this, this um, situation, I do have links to it okay. on my website, um, but the actual account is what, which which state program you wish to include. We do not have our own Idaho mm-hmm. state program. And so our independent living council will help you select the one that that best matches how you want to do it. Nice. Well, I, I, I think this is a great uh, opportunity and, and that uh, your your uh, office is is helping those and get people who would benefit from it to get to the right place so they can get something set up and, and uh, take advantage of that. Yes, it's great. Is there a is there one suggestion you would have for our listeners with regard to uh, able accounts today? Yes, if you feel like you you know people that would qualify for these, check your state treasurer's office. They can direct you to to where you can find the information. Um, again, you don't have to have an able program running in your state to access the benefit, but this is a federal. Um, account that was established for you, use it. Excellent. And if if they have trouble for, for whatever reason uh, getting a hold of their own treasures, they can find you. How how can they find you online and your and your resources? Yes, I I am the the state treasurer's office. So mm-hmm. our our website is sto.idaho.gov, and I do have links to able information on there that are very easy to find through financial freedom tag, you'll see it. It's very apparent. Good. Treasurer Ellsworth, thank you so much for your time today. I I appreciate uh, uh, learning more about ABLE accounts, and I'm sure listeners uh, can think of somebody in their family or close circle of friends that uh, could benefit from these. So thank you today. Thank you. To our listeners, thank you for joining us, and uh, I recommend you check out some of our podcast archives, including a previous episode we had uh, Treasurer Ellsworth on. And you can find those at moneyfit.org slash podcast. So until next time, please stay money fit and stay well. <laughs>